great is the faithfulness of the Lord on this uh, Wednesday morning, the 8th of February. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Hanumiyo. I hope this is one of those most blessed Wednesdays you and I will experience in our lives. Kom ons wees kelke. Sikke mooi, groot, oop kelke. So dat die trouw en die goedheid en die guns van God ingeskink kan word dier sy heilige woord tot diep in ons weese. Great is your faithfulness. I will never forget one day in our house when we lived in Pretoria many, many moons ago, a young man and his wife and his little boy came to visit us. He was also part of Radio Pulpit at the time. And him and I sang this beautiful, beautiful old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Oh, what a word. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Dier die Heerense trouwe liefde het ons nie vergaan nie. God hou nooit op om vir ons om te gee nie. Sy genade het geen einde nie. Op die ontferming kan een mens altyd vertrouw. Dit is niet elke ochtend. Elke ochtend is het niet. Die trouw van die Heere, the faithfulness of the Lord God Almighty, is niet elke morgen. The message translation puts it like this. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They are created every morning afresh, anew. How great your faithfulness. And I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. He's all I've got left. What a word. What a word. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For His compassions never fail. His mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, verse 22 and 23. Now these words in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 were penned down by Jeremiah in the short book of Lamentations in a very difficult situation. Jerusalem had fallen to Babylon. It was terrible. And it was a time of deep grief and national mourning in Israel. Jerusalem was destroyed by Babylon. The Israelites, they had to go into exile. And most of Jeremiah's book, Lamentations, is about lamenting. But sandwiched, I want to say, I had a professor at University of Stellenbosch always talked about the Hebrew or the Greek language in the Bible as sandwiched between two pieces of bread, sandwiched in the middle, is this incredible hope 
found in the meaning of Lamentation 3, 22 and 23. I want to say it again. Jerusalem had fallen to Babylon. The nation of Israel, they all, they had to march where Baghdad is today. Huh? Each and every one of them, all the Jews had to go. And these were God's chosen people. Now how on earth could God allow this? Think about it. Jerusalem in ruins. And they are crying, lamenting. But sandwiched in the middle of this lamentation of the crying out to God. Sandwiched in the middle is this incredible hope found in the meaning of Lamentation 3, verse 22 to 23. And I was thinking of President Cyril Ramaphosa tomorrow evening in the Cape Town City Hall delivering the State of the Nation address. And that address, if only I could phone the President and give him Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. How do we need in South Africa the hope, this incredible hope in all our lamentation? And here we have it. I think this passage is the perfect reminder for us for today in South Africa and in the world for that fact. Many of us finding ourselves in dire situations that seems hopeless. But this promise still, still rings true like bells sounding out of a church tower. God's mercies are new every morning, despite the hopelessness, despite whatever it may be. The meaning of Lamentations 3, 22 to 23 deals with suffering and hopelessness. More specifically, the suffering of God's people, the suffering of the church. And perhaps you are saying, well, I'm a child of God and the results came back and the doctor's offices phoned me yesterday and told me to come and see him. The results are not good. They found cancerous cells in the blood. Perhaps you are going through a divorce. Perhaps your debit orders couldn't go through at the bank at the end of January. You don't know where to turn to. Perhaps you don't have bread this morning. Perhaps your children are hungry. Perhaps your children have to go to school. I remember very, very well when I was a little, little small boy, way back. My parents moved from the little town of Craddock at the time in the Eastern Cape to another town in the Eastern Cape called Queenstown. In the middle of the year, it was winter in Queenstown. <laughs> The Lord just reminded me of that 
in my head now, when I was this little boy. My dear father didn't have money to buy me new school clothes. And I had to go to school. It was the Hunklip Law School in Queenstown. I remember it so well. It was the middle of winter, and in Queenstown it gets very cold. Snow on the mountains. And I went to Hunklip Primary School with a clothes of Craddock's Primary School. Die voorbereidende school van Jevrouw Kiwi op Kradok. And I remember so well in the quad at the school in Queenstown, the headmaster of the time, I cannot remember his name, but I see his face looking at me because I stood out like a sore finger between all the other children who were dressed in Hunklip Lar School's uniforms and I had the uniform of Kradok primary school on. He called me out in front of all those children and he said if I don't have the the clothes, the uniform of that school, Hunklip primary, the next day I'm not welcome to come back to school. Needless to say, as a little boy I knew my dad was going through a tough time at the moment, at that moment, and he couldn't afford to buy new uniform for me to wear to school. And I remember so well as a little, little boy in Standard One, for three days I pretended to go to school and I, I hide myself all day long. And when the school came out, I went back home and everyone thought I was going to school. But I didn't want to put my dad, who went through a tough time in his life, in danger. <laughs> Needless to say, when he found out, I got a hiding. I remember that hiding too, today. When it's tough, and perhaps this morning you don't have uh, the new uniform for your child. There are so many situations. Think of the country. Think, uh, we can find hope sandwiched in between our lamentations when we suffer, when we go through hard times. As the economists are telling us, a recession is looming worldwide. And admit unthinkable tragedy Jeremiah describes his agony in the face of this terrible suffering. Despite the heartbreak and agony, the book of Lamentations still contains an incredible message of hope. And that's where the meaning of Lamentations shine through. Because of the God Almighty, of the Lord's great love, meaning because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed in the middle of tragedy, in the middle of suffering and challenges we face. We might be tempted to think God does not love us, but His passage, His, His, His passion comes in this passage. 
And this passage starts off with this reminder. Despite your suffering, that Jerusalem has fallen, been taken in by Babylon, and you are into exile, Israel, God loves you. Some translations call this God's steadfast love. Steadfast, it means firmly fixed and immovable. God's love is immovable. It's firmly fixed. In other words, nothing we have faced or will face can possibly remove us from God's love. Everything that follows is because of God's love for us. Even though it may be seemingly difficult and terrible, and it's in the midst of the furnace that the purest silver is born. In the midst of the most terrible situation, the purest gold comes out. Great is your faithfulness. Your mercies begins afresh each morning, says the New Living Translation. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. It reminds me of Hebrews 10.23 saying, Let us hold resolutely to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Psalm 89 verse 1 says, I will sing of the loving devotion of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. Isaiah 33, 2 says, O Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. Be our strength every morning and our salvation in time of trouble. Oh, and Zephaniah 3, verse 5 say, The Lord within is righteous. He does no wrong. He applies His justice morning by morning. He does not fail at dawn. Yet the unjust know no shame. He doesn't fail at dawn. He applies His justice morning by morning. Zephaniah 3 verse 5. Psalm 30 verse 5 saying, For this, his anger endureth but for a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen. Psalm 30 verse 5. Isaiah 33 verse 2 says, O Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited for thee. Be thou their arm every morning. Lord, you are my arm of strength this morning. You are my salvation also in the time of trouble. Isaiah 33. Every morning, it's new. God's eternal love for His children, even though your Jerusalem has fallen, as Jeremiah wrote in Lamentations to the Jews, even though Babylon has taken over some ground in your life, even though 
as the Jews were exiled to Babylon, sandwiched in between the lamentations is the new hope. Great Lord is your faithfulness. What a message. God's loyal love can never run out. His merciful love could never dry up. They are created every morning as afresh and created new every morning. How great your faithfulness. And therefore I'm sticking with God and I say it over and over. Lord God, my heart, by filtering my emotions, my desires, my thoughts, and my responses through your word. Filter it. All the emotion that I'm going through at the moment because of the suffering or the, the wild turns, my life may be turning around, whatever it may be. Filter my emotions. Filter my desires. Filter my thoughts. Filter my responses through your word. Dear Holy Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray, help me remember what a difference it makes when I make time with you, a priority in my morning, when I make time with you. Help me to remember, to prioritize it every morning. Awaken me in body and spirit right now this morning and every other morning with a desire to meet with you, to hear you speak words of affirmation, to hear you speak words by your Holy Spirit of assurance, to hear you speak, Almighty God, by your Holy Spirit through your Holy Word and the wisdom of your counsel over my heart. And as I prepare to go to in, to go into my day this Wednesday, the 8th of February 2023, in Jesus Christ's gracious name, Lord God, I pray this over myself, over Radio Pulpit and over Radio K Pulpit, each and every one of us in the teams, over every listener, listening right now, whatever the hopelessness may be that covers you like a duvet this morning, to sing it out, great is thy faithfulness. Because of the Lord's great love, we are never consumed, for God's compassions never fail. God's mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, verse 22 to 23. Though your Jerusalem may be down and destroyed, as the Jews experienced, an exile to Babylon, sandwiched in the middle are these lamentations the incredible hope found in great is thy faithfulness. Amen.
Amen.